Ahoy, and welcome back to Nautical Nerd, Maritime Archaeology. Thank you for joining me again. This week, we will be discussing the earliest evidence we have of seafaring dating back hundreds of thousands of years. The history of seafaring is a remarkable tale of human exploration and innovation. The evidence of earliest seafaring, marked by lower sea levels and seasonal navigation, provides a glimpse into the tenacity and resourcefulness of our ancient ancestors. This episode will delve into the fascinating world of early seafaring, exploring its evolutionary timeline and the intriguing watercraft used, such as reed rafts, dugouts, and paparello. To understand the origins of seafaring, we must first journey through the evolutionary timeline of our species. The earliest seafarers were likely Homo erectus, who ventured out into primitive watercraft to navigate the ancient waters. Their remarkable ability to adapt to changing environments allowed them to explore coastlines when sea levels were significantly lower than they are today. Homo erectus is an extinct species of human from the Pleistocene era, and they walked the Earth 1.9 million to 143,000 years ago. While Neanderthals are often associated with land-based lifestyles, evidence suggests that they too may have engaged in seafaring activities. Their presence in coastal areas and the discovery of seashell ornaments indicate a degree of maritime adaption. And Neanderthals were around 600 to 32,000 years ago. Next up, we have Homo sapiens, or modern humans, which evolved 300,000 years ago. Modern humans have a long and rich history of seafaring. Their cognitive abilities and advanced tool-making skills enable them to develop more sophisticated watercraft and explore even the most remote corners of the world's oceans. Before we move on to watercraft, I want you to think a minute about what life would be like as an early human. You don't really understand physics. So if you want to cross a large river or even a lake or the ocean, how would you even start to think about doing it? Imagine yourself standing on the side of a river. You know if you go into the water, you will drown. You have no idea what swimming is, but you need to cross this river because you're hungry. But you have no idea how to do it. So you sit there, and you stare, and you think. And as you're thinking, a piece of wood floats down the river. And this sparks the idea. If I hold on to something, maybe I will float too. And this is likely how the first watercraft were actually invented. And watercraft weren't invented by a single person at a single time. Different cultures invented their own rafts and boats at different times independently from one another. And because this happened hundreds of thousands of years ago, there is very little evidence that remains. The first types of watercraft were likely just logs multiple people holding onto logs flowing down a river, or tying multiple pieces of wood together to cross a lake. And the more often they did this, the more they learned, and the more sophisticated these rafts and boats became. Early seafarers used a variety of watercraft that showcased their ingenuity and adaptability. Some of the most notable vessels include reed rafts. These were simple yet effective vessels constructed from buoyant reeds. These rafts were remarkably light and were designed to float on water allowing early seafarers to navigate shallow waters and calm seas. The use of reeds, which are naturally lighter than water, made these rafts an essential tool for coastal exploration. Dugouts were the most primitive type of boat used by early seafarers. Crafting a dugout boat required tools to cut and carve wood. Early mariners invested significant time and effort in the arduous process of hollowing out a tree trunk. This vessel type involved burning, scraping, and carving, resulting in a sturdy and seaworthy boat that could carry them across open waters. Finally, we have the paparella, 
which is an enigmatic watercraft that stands out in the history of seafaring. Its unique design and properties remain a subject of intrigue among archaeologists and historians, suggesting that the early seafarers experimented with various forms of watercraft. The evidence of early seafaring extends beyond our evolutionary timeline and sheds light on the astonishing feats accomplished by our ancestors. Here are some noteworthy milestones in the history of ancient seafaring. First, we have Homo erectus reaches Flores, 800,000 to 720,000 years before our present time. These intrepid individuals managed to reach the island of Flores, a journey of 12 miles across open water, most likely using bamboo rafts. While no vessels remain, the presence of stone tools on islands separated by long stretches of water suggests their successful navigation. 700,000 to 130,000 years ago, early mariners ventured to Crete, covering a remarkable distance of at least 40 miles by raft or possibly paparella. Although no physical boats remain, the discovery of stone tools attests to their presence in maritime endeavors. A hundred thousand years ago, another instance of ancient seafaring is evidenced by the colonization of Sardinia, achieved through rafts or primitive boats. Once again, the absence of preserved watercraft emphasizes the importance of stone tools in tracing these early maritime exploits. Around the same time, along the Scandinavian coasts, evidence of ancient seafaring is seen in fishing campsites. These camps provide insight into the activities of early seafarers who likely used skin boats for fishing and coastal navigation. The island of Kefalonia, situated 13 miles away from the mainland, was another destination reached by early seafarers about 50,000 years ago. Similar to other cases, only stone tools have been found as remnants of their maritime journey. Now, the earliest accepted major water crossing occurred 45,000 years ago. Perhaps the most significant early seafaring achievement is the colonization of Australia from eastern Indonesia. Anatomically modern humans, equipped with advanced skills and knowledge, likely used bamboo or mangrove rafts to make the perilous journey. This marked a major leap in human seafaring history, as it required crossing vast expanses of open water. Another interesting example is the Frankti Cave, which provides evidence of seafaring from 38,000 to 3000 BC. The Frankti Cave, a site continuously occupied for millennia, offers a unique perspective on the transition from hunter-gatherer societies to farming communities. The cave's inhabitants relied on marine resources. However, it was eventually abandoned around 3000 BC when the cave's roof collapsed, illustrating the dynamic relationship between early humans and their maritime environments. During the Mesolithic, or Middle Stone period, about 15,000 to 10,000 BC, seafaring continued to evolve, leaving intriguing traces of maritime activities. In the Frankti Cave, Archaeological evidence reveals the transport of obsidian from Milos to Frankti Cave, covering a distance of 80 miles around the year 10,900 BC. Additionally, basalt was imported from other islands, indicating the early establishment of trade routes across the Aegean Sea. During the Neolithic or New Stone period, about 10,000 to 5,000 BC, even more advancements in seafaring occurred. There is evidence of early seafaring on Cyprus, dating back to 8,500 BC. The site provides some of the earliest evidence of seafaring hunter-gatherers, marked by chipped stone tools, hearths, burned bones, and the remains of various marine species. These seafarers engaged in seasonal hunting, targeting pygmy hippopotami, pygmy elephants, birds, turtles, and seashells. The presence of stone and shell beads suggests cultural exchange and trade. By 8,000 to 7,000 BC, 
Seafaring became a regular activity, indicating a growing reliance on maritime resources and trade. Large fish bones discovered at the Franqui cave dating back 8,000 to 7,000 BC provide evidence of deep sea fishing as a key aspect of early seafaring practices. The earliest direct evidence of watercraft emerged with the discovery of a paddle from Yorkshire, England, showcasing the gradual refinement of boat building skills, which dated to about 7500 BC. The Neolithic period brought the domestication of wheat, barley, lentils, sheep, and goats to the Aegean region, further fueling the need for maritime activities around the year 7000 BC. Evidence from within the Franqui cave from 6000 BC suggests domesticated animals and plant remains began to appear in the cave, reflecting the shift from a hunter-gatherer lifestyle to agriculture, which was closely tied to the maritime environment. Around the year 6315 BC, Europe witnessed the emergence of its earliest dated watercraft, a Mesolithic dugout from the Netherlands, showcasing the continued innovation in boat construction. During the Copper period, between the Stone and Bronze Ages, about 5000 to 3000 BC, evidence of seafaring evolved with the discovery of the earliest known archaeological reed boats. These boats were found in Kuwait and Mesopotamia. They were constructed using slabs of bituminous material from reed rafts. This technique involved using natural asphalt to create watertight seals, a significant advancement in boat construction. A dugout was discovered in Denmark, which dates to around 2770 BC, which is during the Bronze Age, which lasted from 3000 to 1150 BC. This dugout featured a method where the sides were pushed apart and planks were added to a tree trunk, marking a transition to a more sophisticated boat building technique during the Bronze Age. This historical timeline highlights the continuous development of seafaring techniques from the early exploration and trade in the Mesolithic and Neolithic periods to advancements in boat construction during the Bronze Age. These milestones underscore the vital role that seafaring played in the cultural, economic, and technological evolution of ancient civilizations. The evidence of earliest seafaring reveals the incredible journeys undertaken by our ancestors, from Homo erectus to modern humans. These intrepid mariners used a variety of watercraft, ranging from bamboo rafts to primitive boats, to explore and colonize distant lands. The absence of preserved vessels underscores the importance of stone tools as vital artifacts that trace their maritime endeavors. The watercraft employed by these early mariners, including reed rafts, dugouts, and the paparilla, reveal the depth of their nautical knowledge and the significance of their maritime endeavors. The history of ancient seafaring is a testament to human adaptability, innovation, and the unrelenting drive to explore and conquer the world's oceans. It is a story that spans millennia and showcases our species' enduring fascination with the seas. As we continue to unearth and interpret the evidence of earliest seafaring, we gain a deeper appreciation for the remarkable achievements of our maritime ancestors and the crucial role that seafaring played in shaping human history. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Please continue to show your support by subscribing and joining me next week. Thank you.